Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin. We still have some folks coming in. Tonight we'll have one song, and then David, I believe, has our announcements. Uh, two more songs, and Chris has our lesson. I believe Jeremy has the closing prayer, whether he agreed to or not. Jeremy's got it. <laughs> Our first song tonight is on the overhead only. It's 10,000 Reasons. If you would let stand for this song, please. 10,000 Reasons. Good evening, church family. 
couple announcements before we have our devotional. Uh, reminder to all ladies that the holiday cookie exchange is this Thursday at 6.30 at Linda White's house. Um, all ladies are instructed to bring two dozen cookies and some finger food for this event. Also, this coming Sunday is a pretty busy, uh, pr- pretty, uh, busy Sunday. Um, Aaron Carver's having a holiday uh, Christmas party, gift exchange at her house. This is for sixth grade and under. Um, also, that's after evening services, and also this coming Sunday, spare time from 8 to 11 in Ironton. <clears throat> Next Wednesday uh, is the college and young adult gift exchange on December 20th um, after Wednesday services at the Parker's house. Also, um, for those who have no plans during the holidays, um, there's a holiday meal that's, um, that we're going to have here at the building. There's a sign-up sheet, green sign-up sheet on the foyer board. Please sign up if you can go to that. Um, also, um, we will not have a potluck on the 31st. Uh, we'll have an evening service at 6 o'clock, and Life Group 3 will be hosting a game and snack night for that night. After uh, six o'clock service, stay as long as you want. Um, stay till midnight if you want. Um, but it should be a lot of fun. Also, mission team is needing some ribbon and boxes and bows for uh, gift wrapping at Huntington Mall. If you can help out with that, please see Marvin. Uh, Mally has also been selected to go on a mission trip to Ecuador this summer. Uh, she's needing to raise money for her trip. Um, and if there's some envelopes out, they're all gone. The envelopes are gone. So we'll get some, if you can help out with that, please see the Williams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if you uh, want to help donate that to see the Williams, and Mally's on her way um, home, so we're going to see her on Sunday. Um, also, um, if you can help out pick up some of our older members, um, for Sunday night and also Wednesday night, uh, please see me. Also, uh, the light, there's some lights in the library. Um, if you're wanting some to do a basement or a garage, uh, please take those. They're free. Um, we're we're going to um, have those for one more week, and then we're going to give them away to the public. So we thought we'd give it to the church first. Updates on our prayer list. Remember to continue to keep Jimmy Wilgus in your prayers. I know I said last Sunday that the results were good for him, that he would not have to go back to Columbus for another three months. Uh, the doctors did find some, uh, some irregular blood in his blood work, and um, so he's going to have to go back just to get his blood work checked out again. Um, no, nothing really serious or anything like that, but um, so he's going to have to go back. So I just wanted to clear that up, but uh, he's still doing good. Um, I mean, he's doing a lot better. Uh, you can tell God's really answering the prayers for him. Also, remember to continue to keep Jim Martin in your prayers as he goes through his cancer treatment, and Jackie Hutchison as well. Um, and she has her treatments in Texas as well. Uh, keep Judy and Marvin Jordan and Tony Mead in your prayers as well as they uh, get over COVID. Right now, Marvin is doing much better, and um, Judy is the one that's sick really bad. I talked to her the other day, and um, so keep Judy, Mar- uh, Judy Jordan in your prayers as well. Um, continue to keep David Houck and Friday Simpson in your prayers as well this week. 
Uh, and that's all the announcements I have. Is there anything else I may have missed? I know that was a lot. Let's go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful and blessed, Lord, to be able to be here this evening, to learn a portion of your word, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. We ask you at this time to be with the teachers and what they've studied, <clears throat> that they have a clear understanding of your word, Lord, that I pray that if someone has a need this evening, Lord, that they feel the need to come forward, that they will, Lord, and whatever need, you know, if it's prayers or they want to put you on baptism, Lord, that they will do that this evening. Lord, I ask you this time to continue to be with our elders and give them the wisdom and guidance and be with their help, Lord. Continue to bless them, Lord, and watch over them. Lord, we ask you this time to continue to be with our sick. Heal them, Lord. Be with their family members and be with their doctors who are taking care of them, Lord, and the medicines that they're taking. We ask you, Lord, that, that you heal them and bring them back to 100% health, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to be with our widows and our shut-ins, Lord. Help us to be encouraging, encouragement to them. And um, <clears throat> let them know that they're not forgotten and that we love them, Lord. And Lord, we ask you at this time to continue to be with our youth here at Rome. Lord, we ask you to guide and direct them, Lord. Give them the wisdom they need, Lord. Be with all our college students who are traveling back home this week, Lord. Give them safe travels, Lord, and, and let them be with all the ones who are traveling during the holiday season, Lord. And give them safe travels as well. Lord, most of all, we thank you so much for your son who died on the cross for us, Lord. We thank you for your love and your grace that you give to us and your mercy, Lord. Lord, we ask you to be with us during our Christian walk and let us be the hands and feet of, of, of your works. And Lord, we cannot wait till one day we spend eternity with you, singing praises to you and worshiping you. Forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen. Our next song this evening is Feel the Nails. Only overhead only, Feel the Nails. Can he still feel the nails every time I fill? Can he hear the crowd cry crucify again? And am I causing him pain when I know I've got the chain? Cause I just can't bear the thought of hurting him. Can he 
It's number 231. 231, Hilltop Preserve. Mark chapter 2, there's a guy that comes to Jesus, but he can't get there on his own. In fact, he's being carried. He's being carried by four of his friends. Those four friends are who we're going to talk about tonight. They're going to be the, uh, the, the illustration, I guess, uh, is the best word for our lesson. So if you flip over to Mark chapter 2, you need to see this story. There's a couple of stories, uh, one from the New Testament, one from the Old Testament that we're going to look at tonight that you need to see. You may not have ever seen these stories in this light before. Um, I certainly never had. And in Mark chapter 2, this guy comes to Jesus and he's in a crowded room. In fact, the room is so crowded that he can't get in the room. His four friends that are carrying him, they can't get in the room. They can't wedge their way into this room it's too it's too packed Jesus is in there and he's teaching and now everyone wants to hear what he has to say there's Pharisees in the room in fact uh, but this room is so crowded these guys can't get in and so you know what they do you remember the story of course they climb up to the rooftop and they peel away a section of the roof and they let this guy down into uh, the room and Jesus heals him there but what I want you to see Starts in, uh, let's, let's start in verse 4. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Whose faith did he see? 
Whose faith did Jesus see? Whose faith was the, the power, I guess, if we can use that term. Obviously, the power comes from Jesus, but Jesus is impressed with someone's faith. Whose faith is he impressed with? It's not the paralytic's faith. When he saw their faith, who's there? The four friends, right? The four friends who peel away the roof and let the man down. When he sees their faith, he heals the man, the paralytic man. It matters who you hang around, doesn't it? It matters who you run around. It matters who is in your circle, whether you're in grade school or whether you're in the retirement community. It matters who you hang around, doesn't it? Often we think that that's just a high school, middle school thing, but it's just as true for us as adults, isn't it? It matters who's in your circle. This guy was healed because he had faithful friends. That's what Jesus says. He was healed because he had faithful friends. Flip back over to Genesis. I told you we're going to look at one New Testament story, one Old Testament story. The Old Testament story comes from Genesis chapter 30. This is uh, toward the middle of Jacob's life. Uh, he has already taken the blessing and the birthright from his brother. He's ran as far away from Esau as he can get because he's terrified of Esau. Uh, and so he runs to his mother's family. He meets a guy named Laban. He works seven years for Laban's youngest daughter, but then he's tricked because Laban is much like Jacob, a trickster. He, he's, he's sneaky. And so instead of giving him Rachel, Laban gives him Leah. And so Jacob is forced to work another seven years for Rachel. And finally, the 14 years is over, and, and, and I suppose Jacob thinks maybe stuff has cooled down uh, back home. Maybe Esau's not mad after a decade and a half. Uh, and so he's ready to go back home, but he wants to depart uh, with some of the things that he's been able to bless Laban with. Things have gone very well for Laban because Jacob has been there. I want you to see that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever noticed that God blessed Laban because Jacob was there. It matters who is in your circle. It matters who you hang out with, doesn't it? Because they either make you better or worse. Right? Look at it. Genesis chapter 30, starting in verse 25. As soon as Rachel had born Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, that I may go to my own home and country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served you, that I may go, for you know the service that I have given you. But Laban said to him, Check out what Laban says. Laban, the trickster, notices that God has blessed him because of Jacob's presence. But Laban said to him in verse 27, If I have found favor in your sight, I have... I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Now, God reveals some things to Laban uh, and to this side of the family occasionally um, like this. And so we're left to assume that this really is God, not just Laban making a supposition here. This really did happen, really has, uh, was inspired. These, this, this knowledge really did come from God. Uh, but in case uh, we, th we think different, Jacob also notices it. Look in verse 28. Laban says, name your wages and I will give it. Jacob said to him, you yourself know how I have served you and how your livestock has fared with me. For you had little before I came, 
You were, you were involved in mediocrity. You, you were a normal person back then when I first came. And it has increased abundantly. And the Lord, Yahweh, Yahweh has blessed you wherever I turn. But now when shall I provide for my own household also? God blessed Laban because Jacob was there. It matters who's in your circle. It matters who you hang out with, whether you're in elementary school, high school, or whether you're in the retirement community. It matters who you hang out with. I don't know if you've ever heard this illustration or not, but give me just a second. It's awfully easy to pull someone down. If you live around people that are not concerned with what God would have you and have them to live, how, you would, how he would have them to live. If you live and, and befriend people like that, it really doesn't matter your age, you're going to fall. That, that's how it works, right? And, and you've seen that. Again, no matter your age, you've, you've noticed that. If you hang around people who don't care what God would have them to do, how he would have them to live, eventually they're going to pull you down. Hey, Titus, come here. So if, if they're small enough, huh? Huh? if their influence on you is, is small enough, you might be able, let me have your hand, you might be able to pull them up with you, right? Oh, y'all didn't think I could do that, did you? So if, if they're small, if their influence on you, thank you, buddy, is small enough, you might be able to pull them up with you, right? But what if there's more of them? That, that's, that's only if their morality is in line with yours. That's only if they're, they're devoted to their family, um, if, if, if they're stepping out uh, on their spouse, or if they're not devoted to their church family, if they're not devoted to Yahweh, Rising, picking them up with you becomes an awful lot harder. Come here, guys. Second illustration. It becomes a little bit harder, doesn't it? <laughs> so if 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 I, if these guys, if I try to lift them up, it really doesn't matter how hard I lift. I can't do it, can I? I'm surrounded by. Sorry, guys. I'm surrounded by bad influences. <laughs> you understand the illustration, right? Nothing against these two brothers. They're good men. But once you surround yourself with bad influences, people who don't care what God has to say and how he would have them to live their lives, guess what happens? You get pulled down. Because it's, Go ahead. It's an awful lot easier for them to pull you. Thanks, guys. It's an awful lot easier for them to pull you down than it is for, them, for you to pull them up. It's just not how life works. And you know that, don't you? You've seen that in your own life, whether you're in high school or whether you're in the retirement community. You've seen that. It matters who you hang out with. The guy in Mark 2, the paralytic, was healed because of who his friends were. His friends were faithful, and you know what they did? They brought him to Jesus. Jacob is... Excuse me, is not who he should be in Genesis. He's going to get there eventually. It takes him a little bit longer than it takes some of the rest of us. Um, but he's not who he ought to be. But because God is going to use him 
he blesses Laban through Jacob. It matters who you hang out with because if their influence is small on you, if their if their worldview and their morality, their view of God and the family and all these things line up with yours, you might be able to influence them. You, you will be able to influence them, right? We're supposed to live in the world, but not of the world. That's what Jesus says in John 17. We're, we're not going to be able to get away from those type of people. In fact, we're supposed to live among them, but we can't be infiltrated by them. We can't allow them to change our worldview and how we see God, and they can't allow them to pull us down. But if we surround ourselves with those kind of people, guess what happens? Whether they're in your family or whether they're just your friends, whether you go to work with them or whether you meet at McDonald's at 5 o'clock in the morning for coffee, (laughs) the people you hang around influence you. We need to make sure that we choose people carefully so that we can pull them up but not be dragged down by them. Tonight, if you're struggling, we want to pray for you that you can be everything that God would have you to be. If you've not been baptized into Christ, that's the only thing that washes away our sins. If you're struggling tonight, we would love to aid you in any way we can. Why don't you come as we stand and sing? Father in heaven, we thank you for another day, uh, a beautiful day that we've had today, the opportunity we have this evening to assemble, freedom that we have to do that. We're thankful, Father, for the people uh, in our number here um, who choose to be here and to worship with us. Help us, Father, to surround ourselves with people of faith. Help us to do all that we can, do our best to bring others to you, to be a part of our group. Just to help us, Father, to take advantage of the opportunities that you give us each day to let your light shine. Bless the many, Father, who we are concerned about, many who are struggling, uh, many who are um, struggling emotionally, struggling physically. Um, so many of our number, Father, who, who are facing troubled times right now. We, we ask you to, to bless them, strengthen them, and help us to be an encouragement to them. 
Bless us tonight in our Bible classes. Open our minds and our hearts to your will, to your word. Guide us throughout life, Father, and all that we do. Thankful for your son and for what he means to us. We pray in his name. Amen. 